I guess we probably should talk and not just look at your dog. <laughs> peering at him. So <laughs> doesn't make good radio for us to just look at a puppy. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put this disclaimer out. Um, we are, this is, hello, this is Pam. Hi, this is Wesley. This is <laughs> Viewing, Viewing Party. Party. Apparently Pam's in charge of this podcast now. I'm in charge of the podcast. <laughs> um, Katie's gone, so I guess that makes me captain. <laughs> Um, We'll get you a hat for next time. Excellent. Um, So we're recording at my house, and I have a cat and a dog, and the dog, oh God, (laughs) the dog is small and likes to be really involved in things, so he's laying in front of the computer where we're recording, and he keeps um, licking himself, (laughs) licking our hands, licking the computer. So, oh, there he goes again. I apologize. If you hear any weird noises, we promise it's not us. We're not, like, making out. It's just the dog being gross so uh, we might see he's cute you know. though so it works he's out cute. he's a mess though <laughs> we're making fun of you i'm sorry does not he thinks he's the center of attention right now so it's fine yeah he thinks we're having a conversation about him or to him which we are so yeah i mean that's fair <laughs> oh okay no that's gross come here you're leaving for now come on little bro <laughs> I don't know how to tie him to this movie at all. Um, there were dogs. Were there dogs? The, there were dogs. The creepy I, robot. I'm an idiot. There were dogs. <laughs> the movie had dogs. I have a dog. Yeah. Um, I had never heard of Odd Thomas until my sister was over one day and. My sister, like I was telling you before, watches all of Netflix, and so any <laughs> Who obscure has time for all of Netflix. Well, she she does roller derby, okay, and watches Netflix and plays <laughs> games, and like that's that's what she does. Okay, so she just has lots of free time. So she ha- yeah, so she has free time, and she's a student right now, so she's got less free time. But right, she watches so many Netflix movies, <laughs> and so she came over and she was like, "We have to watch Odd Thomas. It's so good." And as soon as I saw Anton Yelchin was in it, yeah, I was super sold on it. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we watched it, and it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And so I asked to watch it today. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up too, because I was like, oh, I've been meaning to watch that for literally years. <laughs> Your pets are playing behind you. <laughs> yeah, my cat came out, and now they're wrestling. So <laughs> it's fine. We like weird ambient noise on our podcast. My dog sounds like a gremlin when he growls. So, <laughs> so. well, he'll be in the movie theme then. It'll yeah. Be fine. <laughs> so yeah. So um, so I you had mentioned when I brought up Odd, Tom, Odd Thomas that it was a book. Yes, I read this book. So actually, I first heard about it on a different podcast that doesn't exist anymore, sadly. Oh, okay. But they had talked about watching it and being like, this is actually a really good movie. And I was like, well, if these two really like it, (laughs) and I trust their judgment, then I should probably learn more about this movie. Yeah. And knowing Anton Yelchin was in it. And then, so it's based on a book that came out, I actually don't know when it came out, but Dean Koontz wrote it, and he's known as like a thriller novelist. Mm Mm-hmm. And my mom had a copy of it because she owns literally thousands of books. I am not joking. She has thousands of books. And apparently I'm going to inherit all of them someday. So I need to like brace myself for that. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Hopefully the bookshelves come with them. So Make we'll some see. room. But um, so she had a copy because she owns so many books. And I was like, I'm going to take this and read it at the beach. That sounds like a fun, lighthearted read. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't... 
It was a little darker than I anticipated, but yeah. it was really a good book. I really liked it. Um, it looks like it came out in 2003, and then there are several sequels. Yeah, there was um, a bunch. Yeah. But the movie didn't come out until 2013, so mm-hmm. it had been around for 10 years before they made the movie. Yeah, and I, I actually just looked, and it looks like the movie was rated really horribly on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. It's got like a 36% that's rating. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was really decently good compared to other movies I've seen. Yeah, for sure. Especially because um, I feel like this is a movie that could feel extremely hokey because it's about um, this... We could do like a... A summary. A summary if you want, yeah. Yeah, this this feels like a good uh, (laughs) Good organic (laughs) time for it. Um, So it's about this... uh, It's about this boy who can see spirits and he Mm -hmm. kind of helps um these spirits who are not at rest because their killers are still around yeah um sort of find peace by bringing their killers to justice almost yeah and um another aspect of this is that he can also see um i don't remember what he calls them the bodoc the boat yeah the bodoc um he sees these basically like evil creatures that follow um, they're kind of like weird ghosty Demon, demon creatures, yeah, yeah. But they also kind of look like robots, kind of, a little bit, you yeah. Know? Like some kind, they kind of, of like have a Terminator, Terminator alien. monster, yeah. <laughs> like they're kind of weird and shiny almost in the movie. Yeah, and so he can see those things as well, and they like to follow death. They like watching massacre, basically, because mm-hmm. they feed off of blood or like death or something. Yeah, like fear and death. Yeah, and so. You know, it's it seems like a really difficult movie to not make super hokey and mm-hmm. weird, and it I think it was pretty successful in that. Like you mentioned yeah. when we first saw the creatures, yeah. Like I expected it to be like really obvious and cheesy, yeah. Like and you like everyone's seen those movies where like the monster shows up and you're like, that's the best special effect you could get, yeah. But these yeah. didn't <laughs> feel like that at all, which mm-hmm. was really surprising, yeah. And I good. totally agree. Yeah. So it had more going for it than just Anton Yelchin. Yeah. <laughs> also, Willem Dafoe is in this yeah. movie. And I was not <laughs> like, expecting that at all. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is the police chief, which just kind of makes me feel like he's typecast after seeing him in Boondock Saints. Yeah. I mean, he was really good at it, though. Yeah. Like, he was, suited the character pretty well. It was it was great because he's kind of like this, he's the police chief slash this father figure mm-hmm. for Odd and... It's, it's, he strikes this really good balance. And I think it's really interesting because it's a very, uh, it's a very stylized movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, because Odd's girlfriend, I don't remember her name either. I don't remember Stormy. Her Stormy, that's right. Yeah. Um, Odd's girlfriend, Stormy, she kind of speaks like a, like a film noir woman. Yeah, she has a very, like, Catherine Hepburn kind of, like jauntiness to her yeah and she's she's a fast talker and everything she says is quippy and smart Mm -hmm. and charming and but a little like a little dark yeah just just enough to make her like not annoying and more likable yeah when you first meet her she kind of looks like a prettier ashley tisdale (laughs) in my opinion um, so when you see her, she's, she, she looks kind of familiar. She reminded me of the girl from the Vampire Diaries, too, a little. I'm not familiar with that. Um, so. 
I know. I've, I don't watch the show, but I've yeah. seen that actress before. Okay. I'm going to pull her up and you can All right. Um, compare notes. <laughs> but I just, when you first meet her, you feel like you're not going to like her because she's, you know, like I said, she is this fast talker and she comes in and she's like, hey, Odd, what's going on? Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's who I was thinking of the entire time she was on screen. But it's not her. So, yeah. anyway. <laughs> but, you know, you meet her and you think she's going to be, like, this fast talker, like, fast talker annoying character. And, you know, because I feel like there are a lot of movies where it pairs this really interesting, edgy guy with mm-hmm. this bubbly 2D girl. Right. And it feels like that's what she's going to be for the first two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then immediately you're like, oh, no. Yeah. No, they're deeply in love and they're amazing. <laughs> and I want them to be together forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were really great. So. So what happened? What was next in the plot? Um, um, so. So that's that's sort of his life and what he yeah. does. Um, one day he sees a guy walking into the ice cream shop where his girlfriend works, where Stormy works. And he's surrounded by the, I don't remember what the, the Bodox? Bodox? Something like that. We're going to go with that pronunciation okay. of it. We're going to go with it. Um, he sees a bunch of them swarming around this guy. And he is like, well, that's that's strange. That's not usual. He makes the comment that it's more than he's ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he usually only sees one or two. Um, and, oh, no, I'm sorry. He, originally he saw that, that guy in the diner. And he saw a couple around him at the diner. Oh, yeah, because he works at a diner. Yeah. And he saw them come in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a little bit later, he sees him in the ice cream parlor at the mall where Stormy works. And then he sees them absolutely swarming around him. Mm-hmm. And so that makes him suspicious. And you learn more about his powers and, like, his capabilities because um, there's also, like, he the character of Odd Thomas also narrates the movie and kind of tells you what you're seeing the whole time. Yeah. And he Which talks is interesting and not annoying. Yeah. Like, you, sometimes voiceover is real cheesy. Yeah. And this didn't feel cheesy. No, it didn't feel cheesy at all. It, it felt, um, it felt more like he was inviting you into his personal life and, like, yeah. welcoming you rather yeah. than talking down to you and, like, you don't understand, let me explain. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, so he starts following this character around, and um, weirder and weirder things happen. Yeah. And the guy, they, he and his girlfriend are having a picnic in the belfry of the church, and this guy shows up and all of a, and like, is like hunting them down. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they figure out that there's gonna be. Oh yeah, he has a dream too mm-hmm. about a couple different characters have dreams. Yeah, of bad things happening. Yeah, they have this dream that um, a murder is going to happen and it's going to be huge. And like he had this vision of this basically bowling team without faces, um, mm-hmm. but they have mouths, but the rest of their faces are just like flesh. And they're all screaming, "Help us!" And they all pick him up and carry him, and they're all running him to his house basically kind of like crowd surfing style. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and they're all just like desperately screaming, like, help us, help us. And one by one, each of them gets shot and the pack keeps thinning out until the last guy um, and Odd get shot. And then the guy drops Odd in his bed and then he wakes up. And Mm -hmm. obviously he wasn't actually shot because it was one of his visions. Um, But he knows that something bad is going to happen. And then one of 
the other woman that he knows has this vision or has a dream that she um, she sees herself in third person and she's like, I've never seen my 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 own face in a dream and mm-hmm. I'm I'm killed and there's a guy next to me who's dead and um, so there's a lot building up that make odd. Yeah, because the guy scared. in her dream was also wearing the same bowling shirt. Yeah, as like his dream and then he's like oh no yeah this is real (laughs) so he keeps doing a lot of things and like looping in the police chief Mm because you talked about like they they have this interesting relationship where he kind of like is an informant but not officially yeah 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 so like the police chief knows that he has visions and he knows about his powers um my dog is chewing uh (laughs) an antler now by the way in case you hear grinding that's that sound Um, so the police chief knows about his powers, um, but doesn't tell the rest of the department about it because, you know, why would they believe that a kid has psychic powers and sees the dead? Sure, he sees ghosts and they talk, they point him (laughs) in the right direction. Totally believable. Yeah, so, um, so the police chief kind of operates and with, with Odd separately and gives the rest of the department like, oh, well we got this tip off or we got that tip off or someone saw A, B, and C. And so he's been working with the police chief and um, trying to figure out what's going on with this guy. And the weird guy that they find, they call him Fungus Bob (laughs) (laughs) because they find his name is like Robert Robertson. Yeah. And so they call him Bob. And before that, they had said that he kind of looks like a fungus. (laughs) And like his character is super weird and interesting and, it makes like he makes me so uncomfortable to look at mm-hmm. because he is wearing a very ill-fitting pink suit. Yeah, and the pink suit is dirty. <laughs> like it's got brown stains. Yeah, like, it's just grungy. There were some really interesting side characters in this movie. Yeah, there's so sure there's were. like that guy. Yeah, there's the dead guy who hangs out at the tire store yes. with the one arm. His old his old t-ball coach. <laughs> his yeah. children's t-ball coach. Who just like tries to make Little jokes week. all That's through it. his like afterlife and yeah. only odd can see him yeah <laughs> there's the Patton Oswald. yes Oz. he was fan- <laughs> like I was like who is this why is Patton Oswald in this scene wearing a beret right now but I love it so much yeah so <laughs> how he got in this movie I have no idea I don't know but it's it's really funny because his character like he comes into where does he I don't even remember where he shows up was it the at the, the diner, diner. Okay. yeah because they were eating yeah, and so he comes in to do something else, like make delivery, and apparently on the side he also makes jewelry <laughs> because he he's odds like, hey, do you have the pendant I asked for? And he's like, oh, yep, here it is. He has this like fancy three quarter box with like his name. Yeah, like, like his a- own design. <laughs> it was so random. I don't remember that character from the book at all, but I really liked. <laughs> But like he's like, oh yeah, I got the I got the thing you ordered, and he opens it up, and it's this it's this uh, necklace that he made, and it's the size of a real heart, and it's like a two D uh, drawing of a heart in silver, like yeah, like a metal giant heart at actual size, actual size, real size heart, and Odd is like, what is this? And he's like, oh dude, I made your your pendant, your heart your heart pendant that you asked for. And he's like, I asked for a pendant that hangs over your heart. And he's like, Oh, I took some creative liberties. Here you go. <laughs> just, just take it. <laughs> yeah. So there's, that's that character, but he's in the movie for like an entire minute. Like, yeah. That's it. 
<laughs> like that's the whole thing. And um, but I, I want to go back to uh, to Fungus Bob yeah. for a minute because he, like, I just as soon as I saw him in this rewatch of the movie. I immediately got uncomfortable because I remembered why, like the thing that bothered me about this movie and it's just fungus Bob. Not that he's bad. <laughs> yeah. He just, they did such a good job making him unsettling yeah. that I just like, he upsets me. Mm-hmm. And like, he has this weird walk. Like he kind of almost walks like he's drunk and being pushed forward at the same time. Yeah. Like his, it's like he's like very bumbling and weird. Yeah, I feel like the tip of his nose leads his walk, <laughs> and his feet are constantly trying to catch up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was almost zombie like. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was and like weird. his arms are kind of like straight out at his sides. Yeah, and like he's just he's super strange and awkward and clearly suspicious. Like he's just a weird <laughs> dude. And then the thing that. I don't know if it's something in the, like, is, is this a character in the book? Like, is this a story? Is this what the first book is like? Yeah, this was, like, really close to the first book. Like, okay. I, it's been three or four years since I've read it. Yeah. But a lot of it is exactly how I remember. Oh, okay. Um, does Fungus Bob have a weird toupee in the book? Possibly. I don't remember. Because he's got this. He's got this weird, like, <laughs> it's like, so he has this, like, weird haircut with, like, curly hair, kind of. Yeah, it's but almost like, like a shock of the hair. The middle of it, like at the top of his head, is like bleached blonde. And like even in the movie, Stormy was like, he's wearing like a yellow like yarmulke. Like, what is happening with his hair? Yeah. Like they were so confused. He's like, it's hair. Like, I don't think it's hair. It looks like a toupee. It does. It's so strange. Yeah. And like there's no reason for it. Yeah. I just more to make just the character unsettling, I guess. Weird. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I just, he upsets me so much. He's just uncomfortable. He looks like he smells bad and like. (laughs) Yeah, he does, (laughs) which is weird, but like, I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) So have you ever met anyone like Fungus Bob? I don't think so. (laughs) I feel like I would remember if I met someone. Yeah. Yeah, I (laughs) think so. Too much like that. Who just like buys weird gallons of ice cream and hides them in the fridge. That was so weird and creepy. Yeah. I've met a couple people like that, but they were at conventions. So oh. I feel like that's kind of a gimme. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. So. Yeah. So we don't have to spoil the ending. Because that would... You actually should go watch this movie on Netflix. You know what we're saying. You really should. Like, I... It was surprisingly good. Yeah. I... And really <sighs> funny. Too, it's really funny. Which, like, I remember, so I read this book at the beach on vacation, which was really great. I spent, like, a Monday morning on the beach looking at the ocean reading this book, which is bizarre. <laughs> like, why I picked this for vacation, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I remember it being really entertaining, mm-hmm. and, like, the movie really reflected that, too. Yeah. There was just a lot of, like, quirky things, or, like, the things that they would say back at, like, Stormy and Odd would say to each other. Yeah. And, like... Just the way, like, they kept, like, every time Odd called the chief was, like, date night with his wife, and, like, it was always interrupting things. Yeah. Like, awkwardly. And it was, like, (laughs) the time where, like, he tried to, like, cover her face with a pillow so she wouldn't be laughing on the phone. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, ridiculous things. It's all, it, their interactions are very honest. Yeah. And I really like that. And I also, I feel like the movie, it's, it's got a very dark theme, and it's, 
you know, it's kind of like a sci-fi supernatural Mm -hmm. kind of theme, but it's also like quirky in a positive way and it's very charming and you kind of fall in love with all of the characters Mm -hmm. and you also kind of immediately know who the bad characters are because you don't love them. Yeah. The characters you don't like, you're like, well, there's something weird with this person or like, Mm -hmm. I don't trust them. Yeah. You usually have a reason not to and you just, you don't really know, um, you don't really know why for most of it, but oh, here's my dog. (laughs) Come sit down. You don't know why for a lot of it. He's going to go look out the window or try. Have fun. (laughs) The the blinds are closed. I don't know what he thinks he's going to see. Well, he saw the cat doing this once, (laughs) and so (laughs) that's where he goes. so entertaining, though. Yeah, I have this this cardboard box that's for cats, and my cat uses it, and my cat sits and looks out the window on it, Um, but I have it sitting (laughs) next to my window, and, you know... (laughs) My dog, when the I first month I had him. Staring at the blinds. Like, he's going to see something. <laughs> he's looking at us because we're so laughing. Sad. So the first, like, week that I had this dog, he saw my cat. Oh, he's trying to push him open now. He saw this cat, my cat, sitting on the box. And he got really excited and jumped over and realized he could also sit on it <laughs> because he weighs less than my cat. So that's my cat. My dog, cat, whatever it is. I don't He's know. not sure what he is. That's my creature. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. The movie is just, it's very charming and lovable. And like, you don't trust the characters you're not supposed to trust. And it's it's really fun. Yeah. It's a fun it movie. It was fun. <laughs> um, I made like the, con- the connection a couple times that it reminded me of Stranger Things. Okay? Yeah. Like some of the music was a little bit like that, but like mm-hmm. happier, if that makes sense. Yeah. But no, all like the creatures were a little bit Stranger Thingsy, but like yeah. not near like that show is way creepier than this. Oh yeah, I the show like. is way darker and like a lot less kind of, it doesn't have the same I don't know, it almost doesn't have the same personality. I feel like yeah. this, this movie it's has a, whole a lot of personality. personality. Like, this is a very quirky personality. Yeah. Like, Odd literally has, like, a cardboard cutout of Elvis in his apartment and, like, talks to it, yeah. which is a thing in the book. Like, Elvis <laughs> is, like, a side character. Like, just weird things like that. But, but yeah, it has that, a little bit of that vibe, but if it was, like, cheerier. Yeah. Like, like Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not quite to that extent. Uh-huh. My dog is weird. Uh, let's see. What else was cool about this movie? Do we want to talk about Anton a little bit? Oh, okay. You, ha- you don't have to. It's yeah. going to make you too sad. Well, so I have always loved Anton Yelchin. Like, I always thought he was an amazing actor. And, like, he always just... Do you remember the first thing you saw him in? I don't remember. I think the first movie I saw him in was probably Charlie Bartlett. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw him in that and then was like, oh, he's going to be in Star Trek. That's great. I like that character. Yeah. Let me, let me, I'm going to look up his movies really quick and see if I remember what the first thing I saw him in was. Charlie Bartlett. Which, that's a fun movie we should watch for this podcast. Yes. Really liked it. Which, that movie weirdly has Robert Downey Jr. in it, and I always forget that he's in that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> so random. I might have... 
you know what? It might have actually been um, Fright Night that I saw him in. That was in 2011 Mm. when that movie came out. And I saw that movie right away because of David Tennant. Um, That makes sense. But I just, I fell in love with him immediately because he's just, he's adorable. Like, Mm -hmm. he's precious. He's charming. Like, he's exceedingly good at what he does. Like, he was just, he he was brilliant. And I I also really liked him because, like, he was around my age. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And, like, I just liked him. And he just... He made me want to hug him all the time. He does he just... have that vibe where you're just like, aw, like, you're such a good person. Yeah, he's just so sweet. And, like... He seems very earnest. And yeah. His, his characters, like, and things I've seen him, like, talking in real life. Yeah, and, like, you mentioned that um, he... You said he always seems to cry yes. in movies that you see him, and they always yeah. have him crying. And his crying is just so good. He was really good. And, like, really believable yeah. in a way that you were, like, he really means it. Like, this character is really feeling this right now. Yeah, like, he... Or sometimes, like, guys crying in movies and you're just, like... <laughs> yeah, you're, like, are you sure, honey? <laughs> like, you didn't pull that off well. This is the kind of cry it's where it's, like, you've never cried harder in your life and, like, you start kind of dry heaving because yeah. you're sobbing so hard. Yeah. Like, that's what the kind of crying it looked like, and, like, I could feel it in my throat and yeah. on my face yeah. and running down my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really good. I cried. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I... So I've never... Um, like, I've never really cried when, like, celebrities die. Like, it's sad, and, like, I appreciate it, and, like, mm-hmm. I feel sad. Yeah. But it's just, it doesn't hit me personally because, you know, their work affects me personally a lot of times, but it's never, um, I don't know. It, it just never it's hits me. It's not on that same level. Yeah, it never hits me in that certain way. And I was out to um, Father's Day lunch, brunch, or whatever, with Katie's family. Oh, shout out to Katie's family. <laughs> so, you know, Katie's still guest starring in this podcast, <laughs> even though she's not here. She's on vacation. Yeah. Um, but I was out to to lunch or whatever with their family, and um, that's that's when we... Uh, we saw the news. We saw the news, yeah. and we saw it, like, pretty early, like, after it was released, and I was just completely shaken, and I... I did cry like yeah. tears came because I just obvi- I mean obviously I didn't know him right <laughs> but like I just I felt like connected to his work yeah. in such a way and like I was just so kind of endeared by him that like it felt personal for mm-hmm. me and it just it feels I mean it, it's just such a tragic loss yeah and it's not like he was even it's not like people are like, oh, well, he overdosed or like, oh, this no, is his fault. No, it was a really tragic accident. It was a freak accident. Yeah, it was a really tragic freak accident. He was like, he was going to go catch up with his friends and like, they might have been going to go do drugs and drink at the party, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But he was standing outside of his house and the brakes on his car failed and it turns out that, that was like actually a recall on that car. Mm-hmm. Um, so the car rolled back and pinned him against the brick gate. Yeah. To the entrance so of his awful. driveway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So awful. And I was like, that's the most horrific thing I can think of. Can you imagine, like, yeah. calling one of your friends and, like, them not answering? And, like, that's why. Yeah. Ugh. 
Like it's, it's just, yeah. it's, I it's can't, so I don't sad. have words for it. Yeah. I remember thinking like, man, he had such a great career ahead of him Yeah, because he was so good at everything he did. Yeah. And I just remember thinking like, man, that sucks. Yeah. It was kind of like a little bit like when Heath Ledger died, but not because I think his death was different, but like, right. but it was that same, like, oh, like there's so many things that like could have happened. Yeah. It's like an, it's, I mean, their career is an unfinished piece Yeah, and it, it also, it, it's also weird because I feel like he, he was really kind of living the American dream because his parents mm-hmm. came over from Russia mm-hmm. and you know, they yeah. brought their child to America and, you know, he became this breakout star mm-hmm. from a pretty young age. He pretty was young, yeah. doing really, yeah. you know, really good movies and he was in a lot of things. And so it was just like this kid living the American dream and like yeah. creating this. And it was just. Do you remember hearing about what his parents did after he died? No. They, um, I remember, I don't remember where I heard this, but they bought out at like an entire ad page in the like the LA Times mm-hmm. to say like thank you to everyone oh for all God. of like the like outpouring that they received like after he passed away. I know like everyone's <laughs> gonna get teary eyed right now. In this I'm room. starting to cry. <laughs> but like it was the like they were like stunned oh at how much people loved him. Yeah. And were like so appreciative and like oh put out God. this like I know like I'm tearing up too and I'm like not nearly as <laughs> like enamored with him as you are but it was just like the loveliest thing like just like 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 you said like his parents like came over and did all of this yeah like they were like amazed by what happened uh that's beautiful isn't that so lovely uh, i was just like oh like it's so sad but like his parents were like so grateful yeah like it was just so sweet yeah i'm glad i never saw it because i would have cried all over myself (laughs) like i am right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who would have thought oh this movie would have us in tears I know <laughs> I promise it's not that kind of movie <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez yeah I mean it was a stuff too it's good it's fine we're fine we're totally functioning it's actually the dog making all these yeah the right dog now. is sobbing openly and I really wish he'd stop because he's embarrassing me <laughs> I thought he had a stronger will than this what we get for letting them watch TV. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was um that's that's always something I end up thinking about whenever I watch a movie with him in it. And so I always get excited about like the movie and then like there's always a little hesitation yeah. in me because I'm like I'm gonna be upset and like I'm gonna think about yeah. this and it's gonna be a little sad. Yeah. And I mean, the other movie, like I was saying earlier that I was thinking about watching was Fright Night Mm -hmm. because when I was here last time, I chose to watch Eternal Sunshine Yeah, and I was like, you know, that movie has some fun things, but like we talked about like some pretty heavy stuff when we talked about it. Yeah. And then I was like, let me pick a movie where I'm gonna like have fun and like (laughs) do like (laughs) goofy things. Yeah, goofy (laughs) things and like have more, you know, have more to say that isn't like... (laughs) <laughs> me writing English paper. <laughs> so, you know, instead I just like broke my own heart. That's fine. You Close know, enough. It's okay. <laughs> we haven't done any sort of like weird paranormal movie yet. So Oh really? Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, That's I'm good. your I'm your person, I guess. Good. I'm glad. It's always <laughs> interesting to see what people pick. 
yeah. too. So, because I, like I said, I wanted to watch this, but never would have thought about it. So, yeah, it. I, 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 I only thought of it because I was thinking about Fright Night, and yeah. then I was thinking about Anton Yelchin, and then yeah. I, I remember this movie. And I was like, I want to see that movie again. Yeah. So thank you for the excuse. Yeah. No, it was really good. Like, it, like I said, it's one of those things that I've been like wanting to watch and just never have. But now I want to read like all 37 of the sequels. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, I want to read this now. I, I looked it up on Goodreads and there's like, it, there's seven of them. And uh-huh. then there's like interludes between them. And, there, <laughs> and there's also like special books. And then there's a graphic novel series that sounds really huh. fascinating. I wonder so, what the art in that would look like. I, when do you know when it, when the graphic novel? I don't know. Was released. Um, yeah, because I'm a huge fan of like comic books and graphic novels. Yeah. I mean, I like reading in general, but I I really appreciate them, and I also think it's funny when people get offended when you call graphic novels comic books. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, you know, a lot of graphic novels are comic books. <laughs> Like, they just came to you in one book. they go hand in hand. Uh, that seems not ready. Dean, so the author, Dean Koontz, writes a lot of things. He has like six pen names. <laughs> like He's got a whole series on Frankenstein. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, the graphic novel number two came out in 2010. Okay. This is the first one. But there's a bunch of books in this series, so... Yeah. Oh, the first one came out in 2008. Okay. So, not too long after the first book. Yeah. Let me look it up and see if I can find, like, pictures, because it does sound really interesting. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, one of my friends <clears throat> told me, because I, I like the show Supernatural, and, like, don't get me, I, I'm not going <laughs> to talk about the later seasons, because they're not, <laughs> they're not great, but I, that doesn't affect my love for it, um, but apparently there is like a supernatural anime. Oh. And <laughs> Oh no. And I know that like I think I, I don't know if both of I don't know if Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki both voice it, but I know for sure that Jared Padalecki does. And it's just it's one of those things where like it doesn't translate super well. Like the idea is good and like yeah. I like the idea, but Neither of them are voice actors. Right. And there's a huge difference between screen acting and voice acting Mm -hmm. because you don't get to rely on your body. You have to put so much more into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I watched one of the previews and it just like really fell flat because Uh. they're they're using like their stern like, hey, what's going on? And like (laughs) Like nothing's happening. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well, you know. They tried. <laughs> Good try. I'm still going to probably, like, I, I would like to try to watch it because it seems like something funny to watch. <laughs> but, you know. But let's see what So the... this is the art from the Odd Thomas graphic novel. Okay. It doesn't look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I feel is that like, Elvis? Yeah, I think maybe in the book I vaguely remember, like, the ghost of Elvis may have, like, hung around with him. Okay. I'm not entirely sure anymore. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. It looks like the ghost. I, I bet that was probably like a nod to the book. It probably was. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the ghost of Elvis or like maybe like that's what his other, like his conversation voice in his yeah. head is. Maybe. I'll have to stop reading. Yeah. <laughs> Pictures of the author. 
who has weird hair also. Oh, I'm sorry. does he? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the author right there. Oh, little bowl cut. <laughs> He's got, like, a helmet. <laughs> He's got, like, Ken hair. <laughs> yeah, that's, yep. Yeah. Weird. Voluminous Ken hair. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. God. I think my cat just realized it's dinner time, so now he's out here causing trouble, oh. too. What else is new? We always, like, there's always cat noises. So. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, it's fine. So just the dog noises are new. <laughs> so anything else about Odd Thomas? Um, would you recommend it to anyone? I, yeah, I absolutely would. I know a lot of people who, I, people who like supernatural or sci-fi things, um, I feel like it's really hard to find quality mm-hmm. content to watch because a lot of it is so hokey and, um, I, oh geez, the dog just jumped up hey. to the computer. Oh, don't lick it. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> um, a lot of it is really, oh God, don't make that sound. He's licking my hand. Um, a lot of it's really campy and, you know, if you think about the sci-fi channel and the kind of mm-hmm. stuff they used to put out, like, yeah. it was bad. It- yeah. It was not good. It's yeah. like super campy and silly, but I think that this is something that's really enjoyable and um I think that people who like supernatural um TV shows and movies would really enjoy this because it's got enough of that and it's also like I said it's very charming and funny mm-hmm. and you also fall in love with the characters and it makes you have a lot of feelings. <laughs> Clearly. And I I mean I cry, like, I cry in movies. Like I, I do just, all the time. I do it. And I, like, I remembered, like, I remember the end of the movie and, like, I knew how it ended. Mm-hmm. Like, because that was the part that kind of, like, stuck with me the most. Yeah, yeah. After I watched it the first time. And so as the ending was starting to happen, like, before there was anything to cry about, like, before just there was knowing anything. knowing that it was coming. Yeah, just yeah. knowing what was coming. I just, like, started crying. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, it, like, oh no, it's still gonna happen this way. Yeah, it's still, it's not gonna change. <laughs> not gonna change. It's still gonna end this way. Yeah. Um, and actually, talking about, I, I know it's not Odd Thomas, but talking about the stuff that Sci-Fi used to put out reminded mm-hmm. me. I have another recommendation. Yeah. Um, the TV show The Magicians. Okay, I've heard about a lot about. Yeah, this. Uh, you had a um, you had a book party, and I brought The Magicians, the first yes. book, to it. Because I just oh the to book party it. that was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a show by Sci-Fi, and season two just finished, um, like maybe two months ago, mm-hmm. and they maybe it was three months ago, but they're um, oh geez, they just started. <laughs> the dog just laid down on the computer. Um, they just started filming season three. Um, season one is available on Netflix right now, and I imagine that season two isn't too far behind. Um, but it's basically um, putting the universe of Harry Potter and Chronicles of Narnia together. Oh, interesting. Um, for adults. Yeah. So all of the characters are grad school, and it's about this um, school called Breakbills, and that's basically Hogwarts. And um, ch- uh, grad students basically come in and study magic, and mm. they no one knows about Breakbills unless magical families have learned there before. Yeah. Um, but people are chosen and kind of dropped in without their knowledge. Oh. So they just show up. One day they're just like, uh. Yeah. And they have no idea where they are. They've never met any of these people. And they're told like, you know, you have to take this test. And then if they fail, their memories are erased and they oh. get kicked out. <laughs> and if they pass, then they're, 
you know, they continue on. Yeah. And um, it's it's really good. The story is really great. Um, the characters, it's one of my friends calls it like the bad choices club <laughs> because, you know, like any, like any show, they have to get into trouble. Of course. Yeah. And they just keep getting in worse and worse trouble by trying to fix the previous trouble. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> and like, the, it's a, it's a really great show. If you like, um, if you like magic, like shows that have to do with magic or, fantasy mm-hmm. um i s- definitely suggest it i really enjoyed it um i do want to let everyone know that there um there are it, it is a pretty graphic show um and there's like there's a rape scene in one of mm. the episodes and there's also um, a suicide in one of the episodes um so i don't want anyone who might be like deeply bothered by that to, to just happen upon it yeah to have yeah. that sprung on them so i do want to let you know that um, but it is a fantastic show and I, I love it. And, you know, worst case scenario, all of the main actors are really pretty. They're all just <laughs> super attractive. So, mm, helps. <laughs> you know, yeah. worst case scenario, they're attractive, but you know, like I was saying, I know that ch- genuinely good and enjoyable things for people who like sci-fi or fantasy or supernatural or paranormal mm-hmm. things can be really hard to find. Yeah. So odd Thomas for sure. Check it out. Also, The Magicians, for yeah. sure, check it out. <laughs> yeah. I think what was nice, though, like what you were saying, that like that show can be very graphic, is like this movie was not very graphic. Yeah. Which was kind of nice compared to like sometimes. Yeah. Because I'm always hesitant with like scary, and I have air quotes, like movies, <laughs> because like I don't want all the like creepy, gory, like grossness. Yeah. But this was definitely a thriller in the sense that like there were like jump scares and mm-hmm. like that kind of creepiness. But yeah. nothing like disturbing. Yeah, I it's, think, like super disturbing. I think the most disturbing thing was just like the one body. I'm yeah, not going to talk about it. Yeah, that's a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> but um, there there's one body that you see several times. That's it's the most kind of gross. It's kind of gross. Like uh, there a cockroach climbs out of the mouth. Yeah, and like you get there's a little bit of. You look at the wound and there's, like, yeah. a little bit of, like, mouth gurgles coming out. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, and it was just a little cringy. Yeah. In the sense of, like, ooh, that's disgusting. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, I have to cover my eyes because this is disturbing. Yeah, it was pretty um, on par what with, like... What was this movie rated? I'm going to check real quick. It's pretty on par with seasons one and two of Supernatural, I think, as far as, uh, as, far, as far as gore yeah. goes. Jasper, stop! <laughs> okay, my cat, to escape my dog... Because my, my dog <laughs> likes playing. His, my dog's name is Jasper. My cat's name is Gizmo. Um, stop it! <laughs> so Jasper likes playing with Gizmo, and Gizmo likes playing with Jasper, but not as often as Jasper <laughs> would like. So their, like, their agreement is that Gizmo jumps in a box when he's not into it, and Jasper leaves him alone and just like sits there. Well, Jasper is apparently now realizing that the box is something he can chew on, so he's sitting here chewing on the box while my cat sits in it. Stop it! My cat's like sniffing his ear and licking like, him. They're they're grooming. They're I don't so know. weird. They're like such weird roommates. They are. <laughs> Jasper, stop it! Come here. Don't do that. Uh, he, he'll just lay upside down now. Yeah. Now he's so this movie is only PG thirteen, which makes sense. Yeah. Like I don't remember there being bad language in it at all. Mm-mm. Like. No, I you just I, have some like creepy creatures and death, but yeah. It's not even 
I don't know that you even see an actual death. I'm trying to think. Do you? Firsthand. No, because, I mean, I think it's mostly out of... Out of frame. Out of frame when it happens. Or, like, in a scene we don't... It's off, like, out of bound. Like, out of story. Yeah. Or whatever you call that. Like, they come back later and it's already happened. Yeah. Um, But I I saw a movie recently in the theaters um, called Wish Upon. Okay. And it... I... It was it was a horror movie and it was super predictable and exactly what you'd expect mm. and I am not suggesting that movie. Yeah. I'm going to put that out there now. Um but it was PG-13 and it was the the premise of the movie is this girl like this girl ends up with a box and it's in ancient Chinese oh. so she can't read well, it. Of course it is. Oh by the way, she's a student in high school and she takes Chinese but this is ancient Chinese, so she can't read it. So she has to get her Chinese friend in that class who has a huge crush on her to get his cousin who studies ancient Chinese <laughs> to translate it for her. But then she can't of translate course. all of it, so she has to call her buddy to translate it. Like, it's a little extra. but <laughs> And it's also, like, kind of racist like that. But, um, oh, yeah, no. it's just like, okay, like, really? <laughs> but... Um, the movie is right. Oh, Ryan Philippe is in it though, so I'll excuse it. He's like, he's her dad, and he's like, he looks homeless in the first half of it. And I kept leaning to my friend Rachel, and I kept being like, they're covering up. He's really hot, and she's like, I don't know who he is. And I was like, he's hot. Believe me, they're trying to hide that dad hotness, but they can't. And then like one of the wishes she makes is, I wish my dad was embarrassing. And oh then no. he like gets hot. Because she can make wishes. Uh-huh. So the box, the box, it's called Wish Upon. The box, I'm getting off task. I started thinking it's about okay. Ryan Philippe. Sorry. You can go back to him. It's okay. um, <laughs> but yeah, when he when he was revealed as hot, she was like, You were right. And I was like, I know. Saw him in cruel intentions. I know. <laughs> um <laughs> oh, trying to hide the dad hotness. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't do it. It shone through. Um But she the premise is she has this box and she makes wishes and the box grants the wishes, but it kills people. Oh, of course. So it like does. it takes a human life every time or well, one of them isn't human, <laughs> uh, but it takes a life every time it grants a wish. That's so cheesy. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it's a crappy movie and like, there's a lot of death and a lot of like gore mm-hmm. and like you see some of the deaths happen. And the movie is rated PG-13, but you can tell that it's a, you can tell that it's a rated R movie. That like they've like trimmed. That they've repackaged and like tried really hard to make a PG-13 oh. movie. And the, the point of that whole rant is that this doesn't feel like it was supposed to be rated R. No. And like they trimmed it down. Like it feels like a complete like. But it also doesn't feel like they've dumbed it down for no. it to be PG-13, which sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, <sighs> yeah, but like this, just it was just really good. Yeah, it was, it was a really solid movie and I'm, I'm really interested to see what the reviews say for like the people who rated it so lowly. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I really liked it. I, I thought did, it was, yeah. I thought it was really good. I, uh, I hope I hope that it was rated by people who don't really watch those kinds of movies. Like, that's the only thing I can really think. 
but I mean, I found it really enjoyable. I think maybe yeah. if you take it too seriously and you're looking for something realistic where it's like, yeah. oh, this is real life and gritty, but there's also ghosts, then it's not really yeah. that. This is interesting because I'm looking at the, like, the ratings <laughs> on IMDb and it's like, solid movie, good adaptation, like, I recommend this, loved it, much better than you'd expect, adorable, action-packed wonderful movie yeah like much better than i expected very well made adaption like so who nothing... are the people who don't like huh. this what is wrong with everyone what what is <laughs> your is problem fun. oh that person didn't like it oh okay this movie is horrible and not in a good way for a horror movie but it's not a horror it's movie. not a horror movie. that's the thing there's your mistake like, go watch wish upon <laughs> <laughs> like and I wouldn't necessarily call this, like, low-budget effects, either. Oh, no. No, like, it doesn't look like low-budget effects at all. I mean, we watched Anastasia recently. Yeah. Like, talk about bad special effects. Like, <laughs> I love that movie, but it yeah. switches from, like, 2D animation to, like, two, early 2000s 3D animation and tries to be <laughs> really subtle about it, and it's not. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I can't do that. I When I was a kid, so, like, everyone loved... Uh, Space Jam. Yeah, I hated Space Jam. <laughs> I haven't Let me seen tell it you since why. like the year it came out. So neither have I. <laughs> but I remember seeing it and being like, I hate this movie. And everyone was like, Why? Like because I don't like the live action and the animation yeah. combination. I liked Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so you go riddle me that. Yeah, I was just going to but... <laughs> ask about that, but I think maybe in that movie it was supposed to be more yeah. obvious. I think so. I think it was like where Space Jam was like we're both the same and we're working together. Yeah, and like, like Who Came Roger Rabbit was self-aware and, like, intentionally yeah. weird. That's okay. always better. Okay, here we go. This makes sense. Um, for Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter, tomato meter, I don't know, how, how, whatever. It's fine. It's 36, but then the audience score is 65. Yeah, I can see that. So... I think mostly it just wasn't, like you said, it wasn't advertised yeah i never remember hearing about it it at all and maybe it like came out at a weird time of year or something yeah or got lost in amongst other similar shows i don't know i never had heard of it until that random podcast talked about it and was like you should watch this on netflix because it's a good movie yeah i mean yeah this says it breaches the nonsense barrier but if you read the book like that's Um. very on point to how the story was. Yeah. And, like, Odd is a weird Odd character and is still, like, a 20-year-old kid who, like, works making breakfast at the diner. Right. You know, like, right. it's not gonna be the next, like, get out or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, this isn't, this it's isn't not a meant movie. to be that. Yeah, this isn't a movie that you really go digging for deeper meaning in. Yeah. If you I mean if you, you look, could you can find because yeah, like he definitely it. talks about like the afterlife and yeah. what he thinks happens after death and like there's the really lovely moments when like um like when the young woman at the very beginning of the show um he meets this like ghost slash spirit and like helps like put get justice for her killer. Yeah. And then like when he tells her like it's okay to go ahead like, she kind of dissolves in this, like, dandelion sort of way. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of pretty, and, like, there's this really, like, sweetness about the afterlife. Yeah. On one hand, but then he also, like, opens the gate of to hell, he calls it, on the other hand. Yeah. And so, like, you get some really interesting kind of 
spiritual afterlifey stuff going on. Yeah. And, like, he, like, is trying really hard to, like, use his gifts for good purpose mm-hmm. and, like, that kind of stuff. So you can find deep things, but that's yeah. not the point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ultimately, it's it's not the point of the movie. You can absolutely read that into yeah. it. But it's not going to hand deliver no. a, a big message. Yeah. I mean, I literally read this book at the beach. It's a beach read. <laughs> like... It's a, it's a, it's not a serious book. It's written by, like, one of those prolific writers who has, like, a thousand books published at yeah. all, like, I don't even, I don't even know <laughs> if I'm counting up all his pen names, how many books he's published. I don't think he even knows. Probably not. Realistically. <laughs> Maybe his agent does. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it was fun mm-hmm. and mysterious and thriller and I can see why people went into it thinking it was horror and were yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I also kind of like it because it's, you know, when you, when you reach the end of the movie, you're like, oh, so that's what happened. Yeah. But then there's another piece and you're like, oh, Oh. so that's what happened. But then there's another piece. Yeah. So even if you think you have it figured out, which, you know, you might, because like I said, you really kind of get a sense Mm -hmm. of characters. Um, You know, it, it keeps adding little bits Mm -hmm. as they sort of figure out what happened and why things Mm -hmm. were going on. Yeah. That you maybe weren't expecting. Yeah. It was good though. I'm glad we watched it. Me too. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. (laughs) So the question we've started asking, I don't think we did this when you were first on the show, No. but we've been asking (laughs) since then to rate how many Channing Tatums you would give this movie, which I know is weird sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, I, I don't have, like, particular feelings about Channing Tatum. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if I'm the right person to ask yeah. this question. We ask everyone regardless, and you could answer in whatever I'm going context to say, you feel like. I, I'm going to say... <sighs> I'm going to give it one... Chan- no, I'm going to give it two Channing Tatums. Okay. I'm giving it two Channing Tatums. For the two beefy police officers <laughs> that are in this movie. Because there are these two, like, weirdly attractive dudes who are, like, yeah. young, fit, like, Channing Tatum types. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it two Channing Tatums. Yeah. Literally. Because there are, two... there are two dudes who <laughs> yeah. could be played by Channing Tatum. Yep. That's funny. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this is a hard movie to compare to rate by Channing. Yeah. So, I get that. I feel like I'd be more comfortable with a Dwayne the Rock Johnson meter, honestly. <laughs> we can change it if you want. <laughs> you can have a rock meter if you'd prefer for meter. this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 on that. Oh, nice. Because I feel like he's into like doing weird off-the-wall kind of things. Yeah, I would give it like 6 rocks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's not particularly actiony, but like a little bit. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm going with the more. And he's got some charm too. Yeah, I'm going with like the charming, bizarre yeah. end of the rock. Yeah. Excellent. I feel I feel a little good about that. I feel good. I feel appreciated <laughs> and like respected with that. The, the rock meter. Last time I did it with someone, we we cha- we watched Pride and Prejudice, so we also rated it in Colin Firth and. Yes. Um, did it have a hundred Colin Firths? <laughs> she gave it a 10 out of 10 of okay. everything because we watched the BBC Colin Firth Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. So. 
Oh, I love Which Colin I had never Firth. seen. That version. Yeah. So. <laughs> ooh, ooh, they're going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I love Colin Firth, and I appreciate him in A Brief History of Turtlenecks, or uh, as I call it, Love Actually. Oh, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's perfect. <laughs> I we really was surprised how much I loved him in Kingsman. I haven't seen it. You need to see it <laughs> because he's like action star suit, like in a three piece suit British guy. Amazing! I love it so much. Excellent. So you'll have to come over and watch that with me sometime. I absolutely will. <laughs> and then we'll watch the sequel when it comes out because I'm pretty sure it has Channing Tatum in it. Does it? So as like the so Kingsman is like the Secret Service, so it's kind of Bond like. Uh huh. But it's, so it's got all these great British actors in it. And then in the new one, they meet up with, like, the American equivalent. Yeah. And I know Channing is in it. I'm pretty sure someone else ridiculous is in it. And there's a lot of, like, hand-to-hand combat, like, Bond-type. Yeah. I've seen the previews, and it's got, like, that younger kid in it. Yeah. But. I forget his name, but, yeah. It'll be fun. Awesome. I'll pull it up afterwards so we can wrap up. But. (laughs) All right, so if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, which is how Katie wraps up our <laughs> podcast now, um, you can find Viewing Party on Twitter and Instagram at Viewing Party, but there's no A because the A was taken, so. Viewing Purdy? Yeah, Viewing Purdy. Okay. But you could just search it. It'll come up. You'll find <laughs> us. Um, we also have a website, viewingpartypod.com, where you can go find notes about the podcast and like links to things we've talked about a There'll picture be, of jasper there will be a picture of jasper because he's ridiculous and adorable um my cat's currently dropping ordering. the people's elbow on him <laughs> so um yeah you guys can follow us there look us up on itunes and i think we're on google play we're not on stitcher yet because i haven't figured out how to get stitcher to work but we'll get there eventually <laughs> Um, so yeah, is there anywhere, do you want to direct people um, to follow you? Anything? Yeah, if I don't talk about movies or anything on my Twitter, really, um, but if you want to follow me personally, <laughs> my handle is at HobbitFancier, and it's yes. just, it's one word, no <laughs> punctuation, HobbitFancier. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. On um, Twitter. <laughs> I'm working on updating our website so that there's, like, a page that has all of our guests on it. <gasps> yes. So eventually there'll be, like, a nice little picture of you. Excellent. So I can't wait. Very exciting. I'll have to get a good one with my pets. <laughs> Please, just, <laughs> what you should do is reenact that one astronaut who's just, like, has yes. the dogs, like, all over his lap. Just, oh, like, my gosh. Please do that. I want to. I'll try. <laughs> I'll try really hard. All right. All right. Well, thanks for, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for uh, watching Odd Thomas. Yeah. Thanks for being (laughs) our guest with Katie gone this week. Of course. Being our like sub captain or whatever we decided (laughs) you were. Our uh, junior captain. (laughs) Junior captain. I like. (laughs) 